Glory. Fresh blood of the lamb. Into your eyes, nose, mouth, ears. Taste and touch gates. Taste and see that the blood of lamb is your fresh daily glory. Holy Ghost. Love you guys. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans. We honor you for your service. Thank you. Without U.S. veterans, it is very clear there would be no Joel's army or intensity or severity in the armies of the living God. It was totally necessary for that training in our bloodlines to be here today. Thank you, U.S. veterans. cell of your body is created to depend on the blood of the lamb the glory of the lamb will be their moon it is written and the glory of the father shall be their son that's the new heavens and the new earth people the glory and the light of the lamb in your blood in your bones in your brains in your eyes in your ears in your tongues in your hearts In your bowels very important that your womb be glorified by the womb of the lamb the lamb has a womb the father has a womb remember he created man in his image and when woman came out of man the womb was taken out of Adam did you know that Adam had a womb until Eve came out of Adam. Now, it doesn't mean he was birthing babies because he was like God the Father. <laughs> what does God the Father birth? Angel armies. Thank you, Prince Michael. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Your spirit came out of the womb of God. You've been born of God. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let the tabernacle of David's harp from the top of Calvary soothe your soul. The harp of metamorphosis. Using Calvary and the fresh blood of the Lamb everywhere that has breath. Just when you thought it couldn't get any more interesting, the glory of God levels you up. If you need the fresh blood of the Lamb in your soul, just lay hands on your heart and you'll have a new start. Glory. Amen. Love you guys. It's wonderful to be here. I'm excited for Joel's bar today. Best season ever. It's the best season ever. I tell you what. <laughs> I don't think you heard me. This is the best season ever. This is the season of Calvary. When scripture says that the mountain of the Lord will rise as chief of all the other mountains in the last days, do you understand what it means? It's Calvary. And the blood sacrifice of the Lamb rising in our hearts. Jerusalem is the altar. He was crucified outside the city gates. Why? That's where everything that was thrown out of Moses' exodus was devoured by vultures. Throw it outside the camp to be destroyed by the foul bird. It is written. Jesus was thrown outside the camp and devoured by the fallen angels, the foul bird of the air. They just completely thrashed him, but still didn't break a single bone, showing you God the Father's in charge. Come on. Hallelujah. Why would God the Father 
allow that to happen to his son to save everyone because we've been thrown out of the city of heavenly Jerusalem the city of God the Father we've been thrown out excommunicated from the church of the firstborn in heaven at the curse of the fall and now because Jesus was crucified outside the city with the foul bird we have re-entrance into the new Jerusalem the city called Zion the city of the archangels come on the city of the 24 elders the city of the 12 tribes and 12 apostles the city of God <laughs> everything the father did he did it for you he did it for the person you know that really doesn't deserve to live in heaven did he do it for the reptilians unless the serpent is lifted up on a pole it cannot be healed do you realize you are a serpent I mean it's completely obvious to me that I'm a serpent but is it completely obvious to you that you're a serpent see religion denies the serpent nature saying it does not need to be strung up on a pole Moses lifted up a serpent in the wilderness and everyone that looked upon it was healed can you allow your heart, your blood, your brain, your eyes, ears, nose, mouth, touch gates, your five natural senses, and your bones and organs and flesh to be lifted up on the tree of life as a serpent and sin offering. A serpent and sin offering. Can you allow it? That's the only measurement of your actual current salvation is how much you've recognized of yourself as a serpent that's what the self nature is we say self nature this self nature that and we point deep down inside our heart like it's buried in there somewhere but the rest of me is good your eyes are snake eyes you were born with serpent eyes snake eyes are common to all children born of the flesh. Look at the beautiful eyes. Look at the beautiful brown eyes. Man, you need to see the eyes of the seven spirits of God as your standard human, as your standard divine. Remember, Jesus said, was John the Baptist ministry from man or from God? And no one dared answer him lest they be stoned because they all deemed John a great prophet. So. Jesus was referring to being human as being the exact same as the fallen angel race. Few have ever come to that conclusion because we don't have the humility. We think we're something in the flesh. That's your only struggle, people, is your own Luciferian, red dragon, serpent pride. Come on. And it's so fun to be crucified with Christ from your Luciferian snake pride 
If you are in the Luciferian nature that doesn't have the cross of Calvary, no one can be my disciple unless they pick up their cross and follow me. The cross is your salvation from the reproduction of the eggs of the serpent in the garden. Eggs that come out of your bellies were serpents birth eggs. Not me, man. I've never met a Christian didn't have eggs coming out of them. You just can't see in the spirit because you're blind by your own pride. Who's sanctified that doesn't birth an egg of a snake? Only Jesus, guys. Remember? Jesus, the cross, Calvary is Zion. If you want to stop reproducing snake eggs out of your bellies, there's only one point and entrance of salvation. It is the cross of our death. It is the drinking of his bloodline. All the serpent nature crawls on the dust of the earth. Is your soul still crawling on the dust of the earth? Are you earthly? James says to be earthly is to be demonic <laughs> of the fallen angel nature. And we think now we're good earthly Christians because I have knowledge of the scriptures. Satan believes in Jesus doesn't make you anything because you believe in Jesus. I've never met a demon in full-time ministry of deliverance every single day for 21 years that didn't believe in Jesus. The demons believe in Jesus and shudder. Are you shuddering? Your demons believe in Jesus. That's, the, that's why you shudder. Not my demons. My spouse's demons. Oh, yeah. There's the scapegoat. That's what they called the high priest offering of the spotless lamb. Every year, the scapegoat. They'd lay hands on the perfect spotless lamb. They had a special shepherd that would raise lambs in Bethlehem for hundreds of years since the days of King David. It's true. You guys know this? And the high priest would take the best lamb every year in Israel for over a thousand years in the Old Testament, they'd lay hands on it, impart the sins of all the nation of Israel that they'd done in ignorance, and then slit its throat and offer it as a burnt offering to God. And they'd take the blood into the Holy Holies and sprinkle it on the mercy seat. Did you know that? They stopped doing that in 70 AD. When Titus of Rome sacked Jerusalem, and caused the diaspora, which was the scattering of the Jews throughout the nations. The prophets had already warned the prophetic Christians in Jerusalem to flee, and they say not a single Christian was killed. That's what the prophets say in church history, because you know you should have real prophets around you every step of your way, otherwise you're going to be totally blind. Not everyone has a prophetic gift, but you want to find someone that does, and someone that's carrying their cross big time and climbing Calvary because it makes your journey millions of times easier. If you read the final quest by Rick Joyner, they had a real hard time climbing Calvary. They came, they were coming out of the desert, snake bites, people dying. I don't need my armor anymore. We don't need swords. I'm just throwing peace signs like some kind of hippie colony. And they all got devoured by vultures and were dead. And then they started climbing Calvary. And then what does it say? You remember the final quest? You guys read it? When they were climbing 
Mount Zion and they got to certain levels they met the Eagles and they thought the Eagles were bad because of the intensity the severity they said man these Eagles need to calm down they need to be more kind and gentle see what you're doing with their happy Veterans Day is called a veteran an Eagle is a veteran yeah and so the Eagles started flapping his wings on the young apostles and the young prophets, the young teachers, evangelists, all the young Christians, and started imparting some of that vet veteran maturity and wisdom into their breath, into their nostrils. And the journey got so much easier. And then all the fog of war and confusion in their minds started to dissipate. And they're like, wow. I was going to put my sword down. I was going to join a nudist colony. I was going to get into wife swapping. I was going to leave Jesus and become a drug addict and go back to alcohol and start finding girls on Tinder. But then the eagle came and started breathing the air of heaven into my soul. And now I'm going to keep climbing. Now holiness looks attractive. See, my, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Without vision, you die. You're not going to make it. You won't go any higher. You won't believe there's anything any higher than what your own brain can see. You'll start attacking the prophets because they see more than you and you're blind and you think your blindness is all that's available. But if you humble yourself and let the wings of the eagles raise you higher. What does the Bible say? We mount wings as eagles and soar. You ever done it? Every time you've received a prophetic word from Joel's bar for 12 years, you mounted wings of eagles. Hello? That's what it means to go from glory to glory is the eagle's wings, the prophetic word is going to lift me higher every single day. That's how we go from glory to glory, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day, the path of the righteous. What's righteousness? The spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus. And the testimony of Jesus is what? The blood realms of wine, Gethsemane, Calvary, and the cross. Hallelujah. Isn't it interesting that Gethsemane was on one side of Jerusalem, the garden. It is set up exactly as it is in heaven, people. You think God the Father chose Jerusalem for any other reason than it's an exact replica and shadow of his design in heaven in the eternal realm, the garden the city and the cross it was set up for your benefit so that those types and shadows oh he died in the shadows he died outside the camp with all the birds of hell all the hell's angels tearing his flesh apart on purpose intentional with revelation knowledge so that anyone that receives from the spotless lamb would have their conscience cleansed from the angel of death doesn't matter what you've done God died for you already <laughs> he will never use your past against you otherwise he sacrificed his son in vain do you understand the blood of Jesus the garden of Gethsemane Eden the mountain of Calvary, the road of Calvary. It went through Jerusalem. He was paraded through Jerusalem. The day before he came in on 
the donkey that had never been ridden before, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Behold the Messiah, the King of Israel, they chanted. Right? The next day, they turned on him. How does the atmosphere go from Hosanna, Hosanna, to crucify him, crucify him? It's called demons. That's how most of you still betray one another. All of a sudden, you're my friend, you come into Joel's bar, and it's, yay, revival, next level. And then it's gossip, slander, backbiting, accusation galore. What is that? Because you didn't have the demons, and then you have the demons, because you listened to them through your five physical senses, and they turned you against me. Or they turned you against your neighbor. Do you understand that happens to everyone? Everyone? You will. There is no temptation that is not common to man, Corinthians says. Meaning that there is nothing out of the ordinary of what you are individually going through. And Jezebel says, oh, my situation, no one can relate to me. I'm so different. You are so deceived. There's one earth. There's one bloodline. In the blood of the Lamb, there's one bloodline now. It's not the two bloodlines anymore. It's not Cain and Seth anymore, people. You're going to notice how Cain's bloodline stopped being recorded at the New Testament. Because the blood of the Lamb absorbs both good and evil. Satan was defeated at the cross. We don't even have to keep track anymore. It's all about the blood of Jesus. Now it's just a matter of time before the blood of the living God through Christ Jesus transforms all the bloodlines of all the nations worldwide and produces the house of wine, the house of the divine bloodline. Truth, anyhow. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Take a little break there because I can tell that's intense for you. Thank you for everyone who has supported our missions in Africa. We raised $1,000. For RLM Africa, that can get us the laptop. We still need 1600 to get the generator. This is something that RLM Africa has been asking for every month since April. This is something we really need. This is not, you know, gimmicks. This is these are necessities for the ministry and the apostolic ministry, the prophetic ministry we are doing in the entire continent of Africa. RLM Africa in Nairobi, Kenya can reach 65 million people it's already being broadcast there's already stuff going on a little bit it's going to keep growing and intensifying it's not an overnight thing to launch a television channel all the legal process all everything that needs to be done is being done and so there are some more steps that need to be taken to improve our headquarters in Nairobi the RLM firebase headquarters we need this generator. It's very important. They don't have constant power like we do in America. The power lines constantly turn off every week and it will fry our television equipment. We have a $5,000 television encoder in our headquarters. We can't even use it until we have a backup generator. Otherwise, our television channel dies. So this is an absolute necessity for the ministry that will be broadcast Joel's Bar, Nikolai's Daniel's Tower, Jake's Neverland Glory, 
Rebecca's room, all of our broadcasts, including all the wonderful Kenyan stuff that Shadrach and his team are doing over there, all of it together will be broadcast from RLM Africa, Nairobi, Kenya. We've bought the property, we've tilled the land, we've planted all kinds of fruits and vegetable trees, so we're harvesting the land. We have a guard's house, we have a road, it's all fenced in, it's all state-of-the-art. I mean, it's, the, it's one of the nicest places that were telling me it's nicer than Channel One Kenya. RLM Africa television headquarters in Nairobi is better than Channel One, and Channel One is the biggest television channel in all of Kenya and we have a nicer studio because we are so blessed and it needs some improvements we could use your support God has repeatedly told me even when I've had doubts because I'll be honest with you guys over the months I was wondering should we stay connected here should we still supporting them the audible voice of God told me to remember the poor and the African harvest and how Shadrach is called and chosen and hand-selected to lead RLM Africa and all the people in, on his team are anointed and chosen. This thing is so supernatural, so prophetic, so divine. So we've raised a thousand, we need 1600 more. Amen. So if God puts it on your heart for the harvest of Africa, you know what we bring in this ministry is extremely unique. The revelations we bring are not communicated, nor taught, nor preached anywhere else on the planet except Red Letter Ministries. Because this is the chief apostolic office. And that's the truth. So we have the most revelation. It is so needed in Africa, guys. It is so needed. So please support that work. You can give on PushPay, select missions, and it will all go to our work in Africa. And you know how we share the pictures almost every week of all the increase of our African work with Shadrach and the team. Thank you so much. Amen. God has told me to start a perfume business. <laughs> so I want to show you BB Luxury Perfumes handcrafted scents there's not a single fragrance here that I sell that I don't wear myself and don't enjoy constantly these candles are the epitome of scented candles I've been into perfumes and colognes and fragrances and candles for a very long time since I was in high school and it has progressed through college and through ministry to the present time and God has sent me a perfuming angel from heaven for this business and some of these fragrances, the actual ingredients are told to me by the angel of perfume of God the Father, the exact ingredients, and it's mind-blowing. I started to smell fragrances supernaturally many years ago in the glory, about 12 years ago, I started to frequently smell supernatural fragrances out of heaven. And it's only intensified as we've gone from glory to glory. The very ingredients, the fragrances transport you into heavenly encounters. That's why we did the sermon a couple months ago on the fragrances of heaven and how God the Father is a perfumer. God is a perfumer. And it's always a fragrance that goes along with everything that comes out of heaven. So as heaven is birthed in your heart and in your mind and in your bones, all the smells around you in the natural realm change majorly. You go from smelling like crap to smelling like a million bucks overnight as the glory transforms your soul. True story. 
I've seen it hundreds of times how people's fragrances and their smells and their atmospheres, their kitchens, their food, everything transforms from glory to glory until everything is absolutely delicious in every room every day of your entire life, even your bathrooms. You go in, it's, a, it's a joy to go into the bathroom because of the diffusion of the fragrances. Truth anyhow. And it's something that needs to be imparted into Red Letter Ministries. The fragrances of the luxuries of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the royalty of Zion and the royalty of the bloodlines of Jesus, far beyond even Solomon, are here. Solomon had all the most fragrant spices. Jesus had even more fragrant spices. Mary of Bethany's nard. And so people have been telling me they've been seeing the vision of Mary of Bethany in this perfuming business. So if you want to check out the fragrances, custom colognes at the highest concentration of extra, extract of perfume, which is a 40% concentration. It's the highest level that they make in the, in the perfuming industry. So we're starting from the very top of the absolute best concentration of perfumes. They're all for both men and women. Every single one is a unisex perfume because I don't believe anything is for male or female, Greek or Hebrew. That's just insanity to me. I totally am in disagreement with that in the perfuming industry. I think every fragrance of for men and women can be enjoyed by everyone because there's neither male nor female in the Holy Spirit. And these are incredible perfumes that will transport you into divine experiences because they've done it for me. I know they'll do it for you. It's also important that the physical diffusion of my divine blood and my divine spirit are in my products. This is important. This is a major, major upgrade for our entire tribe's understanding of business. That when you do work, you're doing it under the Lord and not for man. And it's not about just working hard like we learned in the charismatic church. It's the impartation of your DNA into the product. So there's a transfer of God and his divinity. Jesus Christ said, I'm about my father's business, not my father's ministry, my father's business. There was a transfer in business. It was a transaction and a transfer of the DNA of God through business in his blood and in his spirit and all the works he did. And Jesus still does carpentry works. <laughs> he has carpentry skill. He's a wise master builder even in the realm of the natural. You will never see craftsmanship, woodworking, excellence like the man Christ Jesus. So even Jesus is a master carpenter, a master builder in wood and metals and all in all the arts and painting. He's the best painter. He is the best at every single profession that exists in the entire world and the professions that will come into the world that don't even exist yet out of heaven. Very important. That will upgrade all of you in your marketplace because it's very important we have this understanding. The Freemasons took this truth out of the Old Testament and used it for themselves of Jacob and Boaz. I tell you the truth, it belongs to Jesus Christ, not Freemasonry. So just get that strange fire out of here. They're, all of that paranoia burn away. Jacob and Boaz were the names of the pillars of Solomon's temple. And scripture says in 1 Corinthians 6.19 that now your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. So what is your Jacob? 
It's your left leg. What is your Boaz? It's your right leg. Jacob was a priest. Boaz was a businessman. So your left leg and your right leg are your priesthood and your marketplace. Now, some people are set apart for ministry, like I was for a decade as an apostle, to only do priesthood. And God said, liquidate your businesses. I sold all five of my businesses 10 years ago. I had t-shirt businesses. I had all kinds of wild stuff going on that was making tremendous amounts of money. Tremendous amounts of money. I, I, I was making equal to the amount in ministry as I was in business for the first two and a half years of ministry, of Red Letter Ministries. And God says, sell it all. I want you to set you apart for ministry only. And those, that's called the apostolic. There are seasons where you're set apart that you don't need to build tents, Apostle Paul, because there is a, a specific ministry that you need to do. Okay. Now I tell you the truth, we're going beyond the fivefold into the promised land, and the Bible says that the fivefold will be gone. So you better stop calling yourselves prophets and apostles real soon, because in the blood realms, you're not apostles anymore. In the blood realms, you're not prophets. There's no prophets, there's no apostles, there's no teachers, there's no evangelists, there's no pastors. The fivefold is gone when you reach the unity of the faith and the maturity of the brethren, where in the promised land, in the blood realm, in Gethsemane, in Calvary, in the cross, which becomes the throne of the Lamb, as the blood opens up all these promised land realms of wine, which is blood, the blood of Jesus. So in the, in the blood realms, you're learning to be sons of God. Okay, the sons of God remain forever. The tabernacle of David is the maturation of the sons of God, not the apostles of God. Yes, the apostles get us into sonship. The apostles get you into the Garden of Gethsemane. The pro prophets get you into Calvary. They are needed, and the teachers and evangelists and the pastors are to pastor you to keep holding your cross and going deeper in the crucifixion of your self-nature. So they exist only for the wilderness. Do you understand that? The Bible says it. The fivefold exists only for our transition out of Babylon the Great into Mount Zion, where the Lamb and Moses are playing their harps. Revelation 15. Where is the harp played? Where is the perfection of the overcoming of all that is in the world? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Where is it? On the top of Mount Zion. Revelation 15. What is the top of Mount Zion? The cross of Christ crucified. And the blood is still flowing from the cross, guys. Revelation 22. The river of life from the throne of the lamb which is a reference to the sacrificial lamb the cross of calvary the river of life flows from the top of the mountain there you will play your harps revelation 5 8 is the harp and bowl aren't you glad it's the harp and bowl oh my gosh peace pipe with the prophets oh man the promised land is the least religious thing you ever seen even just an exposure like Joshua and Caleb to the promised land grapes caused people to go into a panic of doubt and unbelief. The size of the wine was so large, <laughs> Joshua and Caleb do anything to get in. The rest of them, they didn't value the wine. They didn't value the blood of Jesus. How does a Christian die? They don't value the wine as the blood of Jesus. Hello? How does the Christian get bitter instead of better? They don't value the blood as the wine. They get into some kind of religion. They get into some kind of 
death, they get into rebellion, they get into something stupid and it kills them, and the serpents in the wilderness cling on and leech on and suck you dry. Horror Babylon drunk on the blood of the saints. That's why saints have had such a hard time 2,000 years. Lots of suffering, very little victory. Mostly what we deal with is continuous drama, continuous heartache, and continuous suffering from nearly every Christian we've ever walked with. In this world, you will have problems, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. So you're dealing with continuous problems until the apostolic and the prophetic guides you into Gethsemane, guides you to your death. So of course, everyone fights the prophets. They murdered the prophets instead of letting the prophets murder the self-nature to this very moment. When the only thing the prophets are actually doing is guiding you into the cross of his blood to crucify the Luciferian serpent influence in your souls. And you can just chill out and have a drink because the blood's going to do the work. The fact that there are brains here still trying to help the blood shows you the exact measure of witchcraft influencing your souls at this current time. That you can't even rest in the blood of Jesus and it becomes something you got to do and think and say and effort, 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 voodoo, do, do. That's how big Jezebel is in you. Jezebel is the bewitchment of Galatians 3.1 that tries to add to the blood of Jesus. Jezebel is your 33 degree Luciferian death cult Freemason ritual called the killing of the king of the Jews. And they're not doing it in a good way. It's the total trampling of the blood underfoot. And I can feel that in the atmosphere, that 33 degree killing of the king of the Jews ritual in the Christians because they don't know how to drink the blood and they're still trying to help the river of life, which is the bloodline of the lamb. Do you understand that? That's what witchcraft is. That's what rebellion is. And all the fallen angels are bound into the realm that tramples the blood underfoot. So if you get into the blood, what does it say? Satan and his angels are defeated at the cross. So when you want to enter your rest and enjoy heaven's best and pass every test, you have to learn to value the blood as wine. So when scripture says he saved the best wine for last, it means that it took us a very long time to value the blood. We plead the blood, we preach the blood, but we don't drink the blood, and we certainly don't produce the blood in our own hearts using the garden tools of the spear, the cat of nine tails, the crown of thorns, and the three nails and the big Roman hammer. My word is a hammer in your hands, Jeremiah, it is written. And we say, oh, yay, the hammer. Let's pound people with that hammer of Jeremiah, the word of God's hammer. That's the Roman hammer of the Roman nails, people. If you are actually using the hammer of the word, you are crucifying them with Christ and there's no pain in it, religious demon. It is the ecstasies of the cross, the ecstasies of the promised land of the blood of the lamb fully available before the foundations of the world. This is what Enoch walked into. Hello? And was not? Uh -huh. This is what David stepped into. Priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Psalms 110. Of David, not Jesus. David. Yeah, of course, everything is about Jesus. He is the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. But he only has worked through men and women 
since the fall. The heavens belong to the Lord, the earth he's given to the sons of men. So the prophets and apostles, the kings, priests, and judge, judges have always advanced the kingdom of heaven in every generation since Adam. Yeah. What did Eve do? Advanced God's will into Seth. And your heel, Eve, will crush the serpent underfoot, Eve. And you won't be Eve all. You'll be the second Eve. You'll be the bride of the Lamb, the bride of the cross, the bride of Calvary. And you'll find that the marriage of the cross, the marriage of the Lamb, is those who are married to these blood realms through the sacrifice of their Luciferian prideful nature in their own hearts, in their own brains, in their own bowels and organs, in their own legs, Jacob and Boaz, in their own feet, boots of burnished bronze, in their own crowns of thorns, their crucified minds with Christ, so that they're not practicing one drop of Jezebel's witchcraft Christianity. Hallelujah. Amen? Well, I guess not. Maybe tomorrow. We'll let that soak in. Thank you for supporting our missions in Africa. And check out the perfume. BBLuxuryPerfumes.com www.BBLuxuryPerfumes.com And if you'd like to support this ministry, we're doing tremendous works around the planet. We have continuous broadcasting from multiple ministers putting out the highest level of glory content of Red Letter Ministries worldwide. You can check it out on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitch, redlettermin.com. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.